I'm Professor Neil Feinstein, and this is Conversations with the Creators. Sponsored by St. John's Master's Program in Integrated Advertising Communications, ideas thrive here. Everyone needs to spend time diving into the attention.com website. It's fascinating. Attention is a creative production studio that engages socially conscious followers. Because they are not on top of the curve, they're ahead of it. They've spent a lot of time recently exploring the possibilities of TikTok. Today, my colleague, Professor Audrey Siegel-Mavara talks to Taryn Brothers and Claire Stein. Take it away, Audrey. TikTok made me buy it. Whether it's LED rope lights for the balcony, hoop earrings, something to stop that itching from bug bites, there is a TikTok video that is generating interest in sales. It's amazing, but trends on TikTok drive and inspire action. And when you think about the TikTok community, it's a reflection of really our communities at large. Their diverse ecosystem of creators, people, culture drivers, everything in between has made the platform a must use for brands and humans alike. I am eager to hear firsthand from Taryn and Claire how they and their agency attention have begun to harness the energy and opportunity of TikTok on behalf of the brands they support. So let's jump on in, cue the music, Tell us a bit about Attention and how it's evolved to this point. Thank you. And uh, Neil and Audrey, thank you so much for, for having us on. Uh, Claire and I are, are excited to be here. So for those of you that aren't familiar, Attention, as you mentioned, is an agency, a production studio, an entertainment uh, platform. We really break our business into three distinct buckets. So it's Attention as a publisher, creating content for social, attention as an agency, helping brands, partners, celebrities, talent, nonprofits um, tell their stories. And then the third is in our, our long form and original storytelling. But really at our heart, we think of ourselves as content creators and storytellers. And um, we like to tell those stories across uh, all the different platforms. And I think one of the most exciting platforms that's emerged recently is TikTok. So excited to talk to you about that today. So talk to us a little bit about TikTok. I mean, I'll be frank, I'm new to it. I've never done it. I'm a little afraid of it, but I'm also <laughs> fascinated by it because um, it's certainly impacting on everything. So could you tell us a little bit about the, this TikTok boom and, and kind of what, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, I can speak to at least share my personal perspective. And I think the great thing about TikTok is there's something on it for, for everyone. So you might talk to 10 different people and get completely different perspectives on the platform and what it offers and why it's so important. Um, to me, TikTok right now is really what, where culture is starting. Um, you know, when I am on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook, so many of the videos I'm seeing that are viral originated on TikTok. And I think that's because of a few things like TikTok is framed around being an entertainment platform rather than a platform where you share personal updates. On TikTok, you're not necessarily, not necessarily seeing updates about someone getting married or engaged or having a baby or 
you know, for a younger generation getting into college, the sorts of status life updates that people might share on other platforms. It's a place for people to create funny, weird, earnest, insert emotional tone commentary um, in a way that's meant to be entertaining for people. And, you know, as you scroll through TikTok, it's, it's really hard to leave because it is just that, a platform for entertainment. And, um, you know, the people on the platform have really harnessed the power of the editing tools that TikTok has made available and also the algorithm to create content that's really fun and entertaining. And I think the other thing, um, speaking of the algorithm, is it really curates a niche for anyone. Like, when I'm talking to people about TikTok, I'll ask like, what talk are you on these days? Or like, what's, what's your for you page like? Because it is insanely different from one person to the next. There are corners of TikTok that are so specific. There's like witch talk for people who are interested in the occult. There's baby talk for people who love babies, for new moms and parents. There is such a wide variety of the corners of TikTok you can find yourself in. And I think that's part of why it's growing so much. So why a studio? Why did attention, you know, that that's what, you know, kind of opened my eyes up and put the two together. Um, when I read that you created a studio designed to make TikTok content, um, why? Yeah, I, I think for us as a, a business, we've always, um, had this interesting dynamic where we're a publisher and then we're also an agency. And because we have started as a publisher on a platform that's really new to the market, we've been able to test and learn and develop um, our own strategies for how to succeed on the platform. So we um, have been in a bunch of different beta programs with um, TikTok themselves and are learning with them and from them and the audience on the platform is incredible they're also quite young and um, many brands and and partners are looking for opportunities to be able to reach that audience in a new way um, there is very little duplication between the TikTok audience and say even Instagram um, certainly Facebook these days and so for us, since we've developed all these amazing best practices on the platform, it made sense to open a studio and offer that insight and learning to other partners that could come on with us. And it's been such an incredible uh, ride so far and, and it's really just getting started. So I think as we think through all of the different services that we offer, some um, are more what I refer to as kind of phone a friend or bespoke where you have people that are dipping their toe in with other brand partners where literally soup to nuts launching their entire entire strategy, um, talent and creators um, and all of the content as well. So it's really uh, a wide range, but it's been incredibly fulfilling. And, and the content right now is just uh, coming out on the platform. So it's been so fun to see. So in, in kind of creating the, the platform, was that in many ways pushed forward because you're brand partners wanted more and you wanted to be able to give them more or like what was the chicken egg situation there? Yeah, I mean, definitely, Taryn, feel free to chime in. I think, you know, and this is like to take a step back, all of our brand partnerships at Attention really have the benefit of being built on our capabilities and insights as a social publisher. So before Attention was an agency, we were a video publisher. And before we were a video publisher, actually, Attention originally was evolved out of a nonprofit that was focused on registering young people to vote. And found our founders discovered that 
social first content was the best way to do that. And so we began cre creating viral videos on, at the time, primarily Facebook and Instagram um, about issues that we thought really mattered and we wanted to contextualize and explain to a young generation. Um, and since we saw, you know, in the past year plus that TikTok has become so important, we really prioritize TikTok as a publisher. So we have a, a fraction of our editorial team dedicated just to developing TikToks, you know, working closely with the, the platform representatives to learn insights about the algorithm and really dive deep into the content that's working best. And I think that gave us a really great head start and, and foot forward and understanding content best practices and being able to share those as a thought leader with our brand partners. So I really think it was kind of a, a, a perfect match of, you know, our brand partners obviously being aware of the industry, starting to see TikTok as an incredibly important platform that's gaining significance. And then seeing us as a, a platform that's growing on TikTok as a publisher, um, and we also had the benefit of launching this amazing partnership with TikTok around our TikTok for Good account. Um, so TikTok came to us and, and saw our publishing uh, best practices, how well we were doing as attention on TikTok, and actually looked to us to help launch TikTok for Good, which is meant to celebrate all of the sort of meaningful conversations and creators who are doing good on the platform and really show that there's so much on the platform beyond the amazing dance trends and funny pranks that you might see and that people are really using the platform to push forward important conversations and issues. And so that's really, I think that was the start of when we realized like, oh, we can create this offering. We can start um, TikTok channels and develop the teams to actually run them. And that's when we started really talking to our brand partners about that offering. And there's really no... Yeah, there, there's no better, um, I think, kind of pat on the back than when you can say the platform hired you to run a channel. So it's absolutely been, it's been a really incredible partnership between us and TikTok and then now our, our brand partners to be able to do that. So fun. can we go a little bit deeper into some of the brand partnerships um, and maybe just give us a, a, an example of, of one that you're particularly, you know, proud of or, you know, just to give us a sense of, what, what's TikTok, you know, doing for that brand that wouldn't have happened otherwise? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think some of the, the partnerships that we're working on right now haven't officially rolled out yet. So we need to be- a little So bit mom's careful. the word. <laughs> yep. So we need to be, well, we need to be sensitive with, with what we share, but I think um, there's already been some press and announcements around a, a couple partnerships. So we can certainly speak to those um, right now. Uh, Mirad, which is- under the Unilever umbrella. Um, they're a really fantastic skincare brand. They originally launched uh, on TikTok and we're testing. Um, their team has done a, a great job of um, just testing and learning. I think one of the reasons why, uh, you know, we launched the TikTok studio is because there is so much to learn when it comes to creating content for a new platform. So to use that as an example, we are working with them to help develop what we um, call kind of a persona for TikTok and how the brand shows up. I think it would be really great actually, Claire, for you to speak a little bit to that strategy and process. But so we're doing workshops with the brand to help them show up better and then also creating content that will hopefully very soon be launching that everyone can see 
Um, so I think that's one, one example. Claire, if you wanna maybe go into those services, I think that could help clarify. Yeah, um, and like Taryn said, it's sort of like a, a soup to nuts philosophy where right now we're onboarding some partners that we're really just basically doing learning sessions with them and helping them develop what their voice looks like on TikTok. Um, and then others, you know, we're going that full mile of actually creating a team who will be leading on content production um, over the course of six plus months and, and really running the account. But I think that early strategy and creative strategy phase we're finding is so important because even the most established brands out there who really, really have drilled down on their social voice across Facebook, Instagram, and have these like super detailed playbooks of like how they show up on these platforms, they just haven't had a chance to develop that for TikTok yet because it's so new. And so we're really seeing like our niche in the space as an opportunity to help brands understand how they should show up on TikTok um, and incorporate. What kind of questions do you ask or what kind of conversation happens yeah. in that session? Yeah. So we always start with a brand questionnaire that we send to the team because we want to immerse ourselves in all of the information we can and basically ask them almost as homework to fill out this big document to like, arm us with all of the information we can possibly have. And from there, we develop a super fun, interactive persona workshop. And it includes things like a lot of relevant TikTok trends that we sort of brainstorm together how the brand could and would show up. We'll even sometimes develop like an imaginary person who, if this brand was a creator, this is what the creator would look like. This is their name. This is how old they are. This is where they live. This is what they do for fun. This is how they get paid. And by really filling in those details, even though it can feel a little silly because at the end of the day, it's completely made up, um, I think can really help crystallize what types of content the brand makes and, and the types of language the brand will use. Because ultimately, like our headline to all of our partners is don't show up as a brand, show up as a creator, think of yourselves as a creator. And so part of that persona workshop is really fleshing out what that person, that persona or creator looks like. And, you know, we'll often go into really fun scenarios. Like if, if your brand or your TikTok persona was organizing a bachelorette for your best friend, what types of activities would you propose? Or if your TikTok persona was a friend's character, which one would you be and why? Um, what's your astrological sign? Let's dive into that. Um, we ask, we try to get like a little zany also, because I think we're trying to, I think in a lot of ways, bring our brand partners outside of their comfort zone on TikTok. And so it's good to start like slightly taking their hands and urging them out of that as early as the persona workshop and getting them to like, you know, for a second drop the thinking about like brand KPIs and, and sales goals and, and, you know, the day-to-day -day objectives that they are probably thinking about and have a little fun in imagining um, if their brand was a person on TikTok, how their brand would behave. We also play a, a game of this or that, which I really love during those workshops. So Claire used the word zany, which 
reminded me of an example where we'll have a spectrum to help our creative team better understand how they can help the brand show up. So if one side is silly and the other side is zany, we'll ask them to pick a side and everyone votes in uh, the, well, everything now has been virtual. So in the, the channel, and it's just really fantastic to see the conversation unfold and see the different brand managers and the social managers and the comms team help define how they want to show up and how that is so different on TikTok uh, versus other other platforms. So, so I just want to go there for a, another minute because I have ringing in my head the word authentic. Um, and I know how important it is that, you know, a brand be who it is no matter where it is, and maybe there's different aspects of the brand in different places, but ultimately, when you see it, when you hear it, you know, that's the brand. So what's the conversation around kind of knitting the different parts of the personality together? It's a really good question. Um, and I think that's a big part of what we focus on in the playbook and out, or in the persona workshop and out of the persona workshop comes our playbook where we're really taking all of those sort of like the nitty gritty of like the brand identity and who the brand, how the brand shows up in the world and marrying that with all of the sort of like TikTok specific elements we've brainstormed together in the persona workshop. Um, I think an example, you know, sometimes it's about slightly broadening the brand identity. So we open up freedom to talk about more things. You know, we brought up Murad um, as an example before, and I actually think that's a really good example to focus more on. Um, Murad, you know, really sees itself as like an academically driven, research-backed skincare brand. And so a lot of their TikTok content um, which is wonderful, was very focused on product benefits and explaining sort of the science behind the skincare. And I think that's a really great lane for them um, to explore. But a lot of our work with them has been helping to broaden the conversation and see that they can be a brand that stands for holistic wellness, which encompasses so much more than just a skincare and be like the science behind their product. Um, so we're working with them to talk about things like staying hydrated throughout the day, getting enough sleep, ways to de-stress. And because ultimately TikTok is not a commercial platform, it's a place for content and entertainment. It's really important to create multiple content lanes or narratives that you can play in because otherwise it can become a little bit one note, especially with like the recommendations of how frequently brands need to publish to, to create engagement. Right and conversation on the platform. So our recommendation is often to sort of take like what the brand stands for and think about how that translates into different sort of storytelling lanes. Like what are the content themes that bridge out from that and ultimately can all ladder back to what the brand stands for, but maybe, um, you know, spider out from just the specific product or brand benefits. I think another example that is a, a really fun one to share is what we're doing with TikTok for Good because TikTok for good is all about highlighting the good that's happening across platform, but that could come across in so many different ways. And something that we've really narrowed in on with them is specifically focusing on their creators and the good that the creators are doing. So you'll see when you go to that page, uh, a majority of the stories that we're telling 
are really creator focused and um, celebrating, but still using all of the best practices of dynamic openings, fast pacing, and all of that that are, are tried and true to just content creation on the platform. And so again, I think whether it's Mirad, the attention TikTok channel or TikTok for good, um, it, it really is about honing in on the specific TikTok strategy instead of the wider brand strategy. And that's really what we're working on with partners. So our St. John students are listening to this and I know they're thinking, how do I get in on that? You know, that sounds like fun. We're hiring, we're hiring. So let's talk about we're hiring, you know, what kind of skills um, are you looking for? What should they be studying in school? What should they be doing outside of school um, to get this kind of opportunity? I have so many answers to this question um, and so many directions we can go in. So, you know, for us specifically at the studio, we're actively filling roles across the board. So it's everyone from people working in the actual content creation. So if you want to make TikToks and have someone pay you to make TikToks for a living, we're hiring creative producers. We also have um, production coordinators, you know, producers, supervising producers that are helping in all of the behind the scenes and they truly make the magic happen. Um, so there's that. There's um, audience development and insights and data that goes into all of the strategy work. There's, um, Claire, what am I missing? There are so many roles. Casting talent. Yeah, we also, you know, are always looking to fill sort of the client facing leads who can help navigate these relationships with our clients and, and help be that sort of like source of education um, as we're developing content for the platform, help, you know, funnel feedback both ways and um, really work hand in hand with the creative producers on the project. As far as actual specific skill sets, I think um, it, it's really interesting right now we're going through this because there are very few people that have professional experience making TikToks because TikTok is such a new platform. So thinking about, uh, you know, if you are interested in being a content creator, just exploring with that on your own personal channel, people are, are literally submitting resumes and sharing their personal TikToks uh, as part of that, which is really fun. Definitely, you know, communication, organization, project management, marketing, social media, all of those things ladder up, um, data insights. So there are, there are lots of different um, ways, ways in, but uh, it's an exciting time. And it's, it is really interesting to me because so few people have professional experience doing that, that I think if someone is, you know, in school or just out of school, there's absolutely an opportunity um, to make a mark professionally very quickly because you really are starting at the, the baseline level. So you're not gonna be competing with people who have, you know, 10 plus years of professional TikTok experience because the platform wasn't around 10 years ago. So this platform that wasn't around 10 years, five years, four years, maybe even three years ago, uh, but it is going forward with, you know, great, great energy. What do you see happening? What do you hope happens um, in the coming year with regard to opportunities to, to do something new and different on TikTok? 
Yeah. Oh man, that's a good question. And I think some of it is hard to say because it really depends on how the platform evolves. So for instance, the platform recently extended to allow for up to three minute videos, which we were interested in that opportunity. And, and we've still been sort of testing the waters and on the editorial side of our team, they've been, you know, testing, posting longer videos and see how that, how that does. And I think, you know, just curious to see how the platform evolves and, and the sort of capabilities that it offers. Um, I think more and more brands are going to enter the space on TikTok. I think there's still a lot of education to be done. I think I see some brands showing up on TikTok um, and basically trying as trying to take assets or footage that was intended for other platforms and editing it or remixing it slightly for TikTok. And I think a lot of brands are going to quickly realize that's probably not the way forward. And it requi requires almost becoming more of a publisher, like a, you're a brand, but you need to be, think like a publisher or a creator on TikTok. And I think a lot of people are going to realize that and um, want to, A, work with creators on the platform to create authentic content and be sort of like understand how to create this more authentic or, or native feeling content in house um, or with agency partners like attention. So um, I just think there's so much opportunity for, for both creators and brands to sort of find their niche. Um, I think back to what I said before, like there's so many corners and like different niches on TikTok that I think there's an opportunity to like you know, I love when brands say like, we're not for everyone. We're for this specific community. That's something that a recent client said to us that I thought in a way was like revolutionary because it's like, you know, your audience, like, you know what you're going for and you don't need to try to create content that like applies and appeals to everyone. Um, and so I think TikTok's like a great place to really harness that and dig into like, what is your niche as a brand? Like, what is your weird corner of the internet? And so I'm excited to help partners figure that out. So before we let you go, and you guys have been great, I, I, I have, you know, 10 more questions, but I'm only going to ask one. Um, to our students, who should they be following? You know, or what corners should they be, you know, peeking into? So I wouldn't be doing my job if I didn't say you definitely have to follow the attention TikTok channel. <laughs> So that's well number, done. Well done. That's number one. Uh, and we do recreate uh, from our editorial channel really amazing content that is education based and informative. So um, I would definitely say that I'll list a couple brands that I think are doing it well that we do not work with just to level set, uh, because I think it's important um, to just have have students see how brands are showing up on the platform in a great way. So one is Levi's. I think they've done an in incredible job. They've really focused uh, about a specific niche, um, really their uh, reused denim story. And that uh, has been in incredibly successful for them and, and really fun to watch. Another is Chipotle. They are so sassy and their community management is amazing. They show up in the comments all over TikTok. And I just, I fangirl over their team and what they do. I think they're really great. Um, Claire, do you want to throw out some creators? Oh, good question. I mean, one of my personal favorites who we've explored trying to work with that hasn't quite worked yet is Old Gays. Um, I just think it shows it's basically an account of four older gay men who share advice for um, young people, whether they identify as queer or not. Um, and I think it's just a good example of like, like the cross-generational nature of TikTok. It's not just for young people. 
that's one example that that comes to mind just off the top of my head. Um, I feel like I follow a very weird array of like funny and earnest. We also on TikTok for good do some really amazing partnerships with um, nonprofit organizations. And I've noticed that a few like San Diego Zoo and Aquarium of the Pacific use TikTok live and their daily content to really like harness like the, the visual intrigue and like inherent innerniness, for lack of a better word, of, of animals. Um, and so those are really fun to follow too. All right. I'm not going to let you off the hook though. You said you follow some really weird ones. So give me the weirdest you follow. Oh gosh. I have to look to remember. Taryn, do you have any that come to mind? Oh, I have, I am trying to think through how wacky and weird. I think the, the thing that's interesting, I will say about TikTok, the, the way that the, I'm going to just uh, geek out a little bit over the algorithm and the platform. So unlike on many other social networks where you follow specific creators and you really know who those creators are because you've leaned into them. I think on TikTok, the for you page, if you're familiar with it, is curated for you. And so often the people in there are more often than not are, are not people that I've ever heard or actively followed before, but the algorithm is serving them to me. And I think that is a huge testament to the difference and the nuance between TikTok. The fact that Claire and I are, are kind of like- Right, so they bring the weird to you. They bring the weird to us in the best of ways. And, and even just the way that the algorithm works, everyone, regardless of how many followers you have, has the ability to go viral on TikTok because your content goes to the For You page. And then depending on how engaged people are with it, it goes to a larger set and a larger set and a larger set. So you could have no followers and get a million views, or you could have 5 million followers and get a million views. That's very different than other platforms. And uh, the, it, it really um, democratizes the ability to go viral. And so I think because of that, the For You page is a, a really unique environment. Um, and Claire, have I given you enough time to now find a couple creator names? <laughs> yes, I literally just looked through some of my favorite um, accounts that I follow, and I will throw them out. Um, Leron Hines, Taco Bell Queen, Rod, some of these are very big, and, and the folks listening may already be familiar and follow. We love Ghost Honey. Um, Jordan Sutter is someone I follow who- Ghost Honey is so good. Yeah, Ghost Honey is amazing. Um, Jordan Studdard makes actually like sort of short films that I think are a little different from a lot of what you see on TikTok worth checking out. Um, and I would also be remiss to not call out our own Kat Curtis at Kat Curtis, who is working with us on our TikTok creative studio and is also a creator of her own and makes really fun, wacky content and also has a, a channel with her at Kat Uno. Fantastic. Thank you both, Claire, Taryn, attention so much for your time and your intelligence. And I guess I'm gonna have to, uh, I'm gonna have to find the TikTok for me. Yeah, and, and I hope that everyone listening goes to attention.com slash careers, I think. And, um, and if you're interested in, in the market for a job, definitely hit us up because we're hiring. Fantastic, thank you both so much. Hi, thank you guys. This has been Conversations with the Creators, 
sponsored by St. John's Graduate Program in Integrated Advertising Communications. Special thanks to all who helped create these podcasts, including Professor Audrey Siegel Mavora, Professor Edrix Fontanilla, Kevin James, and the Advertising Graduate Assistants. Keep on ideating. <laughs>